What is up? You are checking out the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Ant, and I am joined by my dude. What's up, everybody? It's Macho Man. Yeah. I love the passion. It's WrestleMania Raw, so I feel the, the energy vibrating. It's WrestleMania Week, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what he said. I'm not as thrilled. I'm, this is like the first one of the first WrestleManias that I'm not really excited for. I guess you could say. Look, Anthony, Anthony, look. As much as I do agree with you, brother, you gotta have, you gotta have that faith. You gotta have it, bro. Come on. Gotta have faith, faith, faith. Gotta have faith, faith, faith. Would have been nice if I could touch your body. So, all right, uh, but that's 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 completely different. We're here to talk wrestling, buddy, not sing. Yeah, not sing. Well, we are on the road to WrestleMania. We're like at it's like a, it what? doesn't feel like we're almost you know off the road you know what i mean we're only three days away i know it's bad uh and there's been a a lot of uh storylines a lot of matches we will be having our wrestlemania predictions out soon but you are here for our wwe wrestlemania raw recap they're alive in pittsburgh pennsylvania march 28th 2022 and WrestleMania Raw starts off with the WWE champion Brock Lesnar coming down to the ring. And he welcomes us to Monday Night Raw. And he says he's probably never going to do that again because he thought he sounded crazy. Brock says at WrestleMania, we're going to take a trip down memory lane through the streets of Suplex City. Going to the Beast of Broadway, going to ride on the F5. And then he says our titles are going to marry one another and have a baby. The unified title. And Brock will have full custody. At WrestleMania, I finally get my hands on Roman Reigns. Brock says, I'm going to stand above you with two titles, and they will announce Brock Lesnar as a new champion. So, my question, Dan, is will there be one title? Like, do you think there will be like one single belt, or do you think they're going to keep? I hope so. I hope they end this brand split shit. It doesn't work. It just doesn't. Ever since 2016, it hasn't. I mean, for God's sakes, they did like the, the wild card rule. Look how that shit turned out. Oh, wow. Remember when they did the thing where they were like singing? All the wrestlers were singing because they were going to the show, was going. It's like one night or whatever. It was like one pay per view a month now or something. Uh, kind of. But let's also hope that this WrestleMania does not have a weather delay. It probably shouldn't. Oh, uh, my goodness. I hated that. That was so annoying. That I mean, come so on. Like, you can't get mad at WWE for that. No, I know. But, I mean, Jesus Christ. And then when the, the show is about to start, they go back to another interview. I was so pissed. We were talking. At, we were texting at that point last year, right, during it? Yeah, we were. We, we were, like, so we're like, I was so you're going to start? I was so mad. It was <laughs> Hard to believe it's already been almost a year since the... it's been a year since like the intercontinental title hasn't been on a pay-per-view since last year's WrestleMania. Damn, and it's not even gonna be on this year's WrestleMania. Nope, isn't that a shame? Holy shit, you gotta remember like back when the Intercontinental title was the workhorse title. I thought it was bad when the Intercontinental title was on the fucking pre-show. And now it's not on anything, so Jesus yeah. Christ, WWE fix your shit badly. Yeah. 
That um, just that that pissed me. I'm sorry, hearing that no, that fine. pissed me off, man. I own a WWE Intercontinental Title replica, and hot damn, does that make me think that of like the workhorse workhorses of WWE that held it, and now they're just fucking shitting over them with that. Yeah, that's just what they do. Um, but I do think that. They will. It will be defended on WrestleMania SmackDown, but, um, as if that's anything good. Yeah. Last time on SmackDown, did you hear Ricochet? He made like a little comment about how like if you wait for him at the airport at like three or four or five in the morning, he will not sign your autograph because it's a rude invasion of privacy. And so a lot of fans are saying, "Yeah, because you have nobody waiting for you." <laughs> so. Um, okay, also, I just want to point this out. Ricochet does not seem like the person to say something like that. But if he is, douchebag. I mean, those people are what probably pretty much got you there. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, um, that's what Trevor thinks. Trevor. That's his real name. I know it is real. I'm just saying. I thought that was hilarious that you said Trevor. Trevor. And, um... I just feel like Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, like, I keep saying, oh, the biggest match in WrestleMania history. I don't think so. They've done this before saying, oh, this is the greatest wrestling match ever. This is the greatest WrestleMania match in history. No, it's fucking not. We've seen it before. We don't want to see it again, but they're showing it to us again. But yeah, so I mean, there's really nothing. I know we should talk about Brock Lesnar, but there's really nothing he just said he's going to be Roman Reigns. So that's kind of like really it. Next, mm-hmm. The Miz comes out and The Miz says that Ray has many amazing masks, but Miz, but Miz's favorite is the mask he took last week. Miz gave the mask to the greatest luchador in history, Lucha Logan. Logan comes out, <laughs> Logan Paul comes out wearing the mask. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm like coughing as we speak. Miss says unmasking Ray was total disrespect, and I'm going to keep taking respect. Miss says he's going to take, he's about to say something, and then Ray Mysterio comes out. Then we go to commercial and we come back, and uh, pretty much the match starts, and Dominic attacks Logan Paul. He runs away, and the ref ejects Dominic from the match. Logan distracts Ray. Miss rams Ray into the guard railing. But Ray ends up rolling up Miz quick to get the win. After the match, Dominic tosses Logan Paul into the ring. Ray goes for a 6-9, but Paul rolls out. And then Ray pulls off Logan's the mask off of Logan's head. The Mysterios nail a double 619 and a double frog splash to the Miz. Do you like this mask storyline? Do you think it's good? All I have to say about this is they're doing this wrong. Yeah, I, I don't want to say this, but they're doing it wrong. What they should have done was they should have had Miz win an elimination chamber. Then, then Miz should have taken the mask off. They should not have fun last night. They should have had Miz have full dominance going in there, so that way he at least looks like a threat. Doing that shit makes him look like he's a joke. I'm just saying. He can't beat Ray, so it makes him look like a joke. I'm just saying. Mm. Well, 
I agree. I feel like it's like a little too little too late. I feel like anytime I just feel like this whole entire rivalry makes no sense. Like, why is I, I even, do too? I don't even get why they're fighting in the first place. Like, why is Logan Paul not like the Mysterios? What even happened? I I don't I don't get it. Uh, in my opinion, uh, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic should be the match for WrestleMania, but that's me. Well, next we see footage of earlier on in the day. Seth freaking Rollins is in Vince McMahon's office. Seth thinks Vince is going to fire him, but Vince says, if you wanted to compete at WrestleMania, all you had to do was come to me. And then he asks, could I have a WrestleMania that's stupendous without Seth freaking Rollins? He goes, I might. He goes, Seth is going to WrestleMania, and you'll know who your opponent is when you are in the ring and your opponent is introduced. Now, I'm going to save our speculation for a WrestleMania prediction video, but Somebody is going to come to fight Seth Frickin' Rollins. It's more than likely. Well, it has to be a return. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, Yeah, so there's definitely curiosity over who is going to fight Seth Rollins at Mania. And to find out our thoughts, I'll check out our WrestleMania 38 prediction video and episode. Next, we have the handicap match. Omos defeats the Viking Raiders very quickly. After the match, Omos makes a challenge for anyone to challenge him. Bobby Lashley returns, and they run into each other back and forth, and no one drops. And then eventually, uh, they both run into each other, and they both fall. Omos trashes Bobby Lashley at ringside, and Bobby points the WrestleMania sign. How do you feel about Bobby Lashley being back and challenging Omos for Mania? I think Bobby Lashley being back is a good thing. I don't agree with him going against Omos. Are they supposed to be trying to make Omos like the next Braun Strowman? Because it's not going to work. It's not. I hate when they try and build people who are like supposed to be like other superstars that you did good building up. But no, it's it's not going to work, WWE. Put, put Bobby Lashley against somebody else. Like, I don't care if you put him against the U.S. title. Do something better than that, bro. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Or have somebody at least be a, more of a like notable superstar, like uh, off the top of my head, Matt Riddle or, or Randy Orton or something like that. Have them challenge somebody for – I don't care. Have Bobby Lashley bring back the Herpes. I would, I would be a little upset that, you know, they brought the Herpes back again and again. But, fuck, that would at least be an interesting match. Him yeah. versus Omos isn't going to be good. Yeah, we're going to It, it literally that. makes no fucking sense. It's going to be the friggin' uh, battle of the behemoths. But, yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens at Mania between those you know what it two. Me of? No, no, you know what this just reminded me of? The Great Kali versus Kane. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what this is going to be one of those. A barely movable contest. Um, next, uh, Reggie proposes to Dana Brooke and she says yes. And then Akira Tazawa does the same to Tamina and she says yes too. And our truth just watches. Really nothing to talk about. Just a silly backstage segment. Then the bloodline come out and Roman Reigns just pretty much repeats what Brock Lesnar said earlier on the night that he's going to end Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Uh, really nothing to talk about there. Just basic promo to get us hyped for Mania. Next, we have a 
a woman tag, the women's tag team champions, Queensland and Carmella teaming up with Natalia and Shayna Baszler against Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley and the team of Sasha Banks and Naomi. Queen takes out Sasha Banks outside and sends her into the guard railing. Uh, nail, uh, Natalia and Shayna nail a heart attack. Natty makes the pin, but Queen Zelina pulls Natty off, and Shayna fights with Carmella at ringside. All four women land their finishers on Queen Zelina, and Rhea gets the pin. I know for a fact that Queen Zelina will get her revenge on WrestleMania. All you people are just going to sit back and see. She's going to come in there, kick ass, and she's going to be the top dog. Why not? Well, I think we just got Anthony's opinion. My opinion is I do have a question. Well, it's not really a question, but it's more of a statement. Is it just me, or does it seem like that whole eight-woman tag match had literally the entire women's roster in it? Or is it just me? Um, Is it just me, or or am I being stupid? I, I have no idea. I mean, by look, the way, can I, I just I'm, tell I'm you? Being over, I'm being exag- I'm exaggerating, but like, realistically, how many other women are on the roster besides all of them? This is a joke, Dan. Listen to this. WWE has copyrighted the following names, okay? Okay. Elton Prince. Okay. Bono Jackson. What the fuck? Oh, okay. Madonna Presley. Where are these names coming from? Ready? Aretha Morissette. Okay. Is that it? Oh, wait. I think the other ones are fake. I think the only real one is Elton Prince, I think. But where are these names coming from? I think the other names are, are fake. I just think the Elton Prince one is real. I don't get what that really has to do with the match. Nothing. I just, it just, it randomly just, I saw it. I thought it was funny. I just couldn't believe. Uh, I, I don't get why WWE is doing that. That would, that's a very stupid. And by movie. the way, this has nothing to do with the match, but did you hear about the, uh, <laughs> the um, comment that Nikki Bella made about Vader? No. Okay. So Nikki Bella is doing her <laughs> podcast thing. And she's talking about how she's excited for the Hall of Fame and she's excited for guys and girls like Vader during that time period because they have great stories. And she says, I can't wait for Vader to go up there and share his stories with us. Vader has been dead for... Like two, three years now? So... um... Uh, This is why I say Nikki Bella and Brie Bella should not have gone in the Hall of Fame because she just said something that... (laughs) I'm sorry. That 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 really aggravates me. What the fuck? You're Are you mad an because idiot? You can look, but you can't touch. That's why you're mad. You no, I'm mad because she's above. a fucking idiot. That's why. She just said one of the stupidest comments I've ever heard, and I've heard her say a lot of stupid things. Dreaming on the stars above. Okay. Like I said, Nikki Bella and Brie Bella should not have gone in the Hall of Fame. They're just fucking idiots. The only reason they were in WWE is because they're decently good looking. I'm not saying I like them, but sure Vince got a good thing out of them. Mystery, I don't know why. Come on, you're 
Take your best shot. It might just be all love you singing. Can you stop, please? (laughs) I'm sure our audience loves hearing you sing, except I'm pretty sure they just all tuned out because of that. Because you can look, but you can't touch. Um, I wonder if she really, like, if she prepared that. Like, and, like I, I wonder if she, like, sat down and was like, all right, I'm going to go on my vlog today. I'm just going to talk about the Hall of Fame people. I'm going to say how, you know, Vader is a great guy and I can't wait to hear him talk. Or I wonder if she just was talking and just set it off the cuff. Because, I mean, that's really bad that you don't know that Vader is dead. I mean, if you <laughs> like him so much, I'm pretty fucking sure you know he's dead. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm sorry, but I'm not wrong when I say that statement. I'm just fucking such. Anytime uh, they say wait, something, you have to just think of the song. Okay, People um, like that annoy the fuck out of me, but um. Yeah. Oh, also, while we're ta- wait, wait, while we're talking about the Hall of Fame, we may as well mention this: Scott and his brother. Are now in are now going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. That yeah, is fucking been, insane. A couple of days ago, he called Stephanie McMahon the C word, the C U N T word, and, oh, he, uh, and he also said that Triple H is a dumb fuck. So I mean, this is gonna be a lightning round, but I think it'll be fine because I remember when Ultimate Warrior was getting inducted, and I remember him and Hulk Hogan had beef, and they were able to like solve it before. The Hall of Fame, so they'll probably be fine. Uh, well, actually, uh, they didn't technically make it out before the show. They were actually told not to go near each other, but they just happened to run into each other while the camera was looking at them. Yeah, but I mean, like, they weren't going to actually brawl with each other, even if they did. Well, there was a lot of fear that they were going to, as I said. Yeah, but they were fine, though. That's what I mean. Like, you know, there's, there's going to be... They were able to hold themselves back, and if Stephanie wants to be professional i'm sure she will as well yeah, stephanie mcmahon is not gonna be professional if he calls her a cunt on fucking national tv uh anthony said the c word <laughs> yeah but, but at least also, i'm not scott I'm just, hall i am amazed scott hall. oh my god <laughs> i mean scott steiner <laughs> oh hey, first off r.i.p scott hall loved him great wrestler and everything I was just talking about him, so that's why I said his name. I was doing a uh, the WrestleMania '90s recap, and I was talking about his match with Shawn Michaels. So, uh, but also, yes, it is very amazing, and I and I'm excited to see that because the Steiner brothers are a very big part of uh, wrestling history. So they are; they're a good tag team. So that, that is a very good thing that they will finally be in the Hall of Fame. This makes me curious. Will Scott Steiner ever be inducted on his own, though? Probably not. Probably not. Well, the, hey, hey, anything's possible Unless now. he's dead. Well, I mean, a lot of people said Ultimate Warrior would never join the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I just a lot have of, a feeling you know, like it's like never be brought back into the Hall of Fame, but that happened. Well, fucking Queen Charmel's going to be in the Hall of Fame. There you go. Yeah, true. Um, All right, moving on. So we get a Stone Cold Steve Austin promo, and then Kevin Owens comes out, and he says last week, me dressing up as Stone Cold Steve Austin is as close as all of us fans will get to the real Stone Cold we all love and remember. 
He says that Stone Cold's been gone for 19 years. He says he's no longer Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's just Steve now, not Stone Cold. He's going to give Stone Cold the best main event of his career. Kevin hates beer, but he's going to drink one with Stone Cold at WrestleMania. So we do know now that the Kevin Owens shows will be the main event of WrestleMania night one. So what do you think? Do you think that that should be the main event or do you think they should have given it to a wrestling match? I was surprised to hear that it's a main event. I mean, honestly, I feel like hearing that, I feel like they're just going to have it be like a brawl between them. Just like be like, have Stone Cold do that and possibly have him have a match the next night at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just me personally. Okay. I guess you can consider that a little bit of a prediction. It's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Joking, joking. But um, I guess it's better than having Ronda Rousey and Charlotte be the last match. Charlotte's probably pissed. <laughs> Good. I'm glad she's somewhere throwing something. I deserve this. I um, deserve to be in the main event. I'm Charlotte Flair. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So moving on. Austin Theory is taking on the Intercontinental Champion Ricochet, and it was a good match, but it wasn't really that long. Austin got the win after an ATL, and my question is, why do they keep having the Intercontinental Champion Ricochet lose? And he lost clean, too. There was no sort of, like, distraction. I mean, yeah, also, why is the Intercontinental Champion on Raw in the first place? Just WrestleMania Raw. Okay, that doesn't... That shouldn't mean shit. Honestly, if you ask me, that just proves that they're just going to and the fucking brand split, which is making me happy. That makes me happy, but you need to at least have a little bit of an explanation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I think it is it is strange. And I get Austin Theory wants to have a good, you know, come up because he's going to be fighting on the actual WrestleMania pay-per-view against Pat McAfee, but um, have him fight somebody else who has nothing to lose by losing. A fucking... or, or have him win in a screwy way. At least that puts something on him. And yeah. not have Ricochet look like a complete dork by losing clean. Yeah. I feel like it just, um, it makes everything, it makes people not take him seriously um, when he does that. So, no, uh, I, I agree with you on the, the fact that it literally, do, they don't, no one takes him seriously because of it. And, and which upsets me because Ricochet deserves to be in a. He wasn't a kind of champion once before, right? Wasn't he? Um, who Ricochet? I think so. Yeah. I think he was champion for a little bit, and then he dropped it. He they they literally make him champion for like two months every year, and then he like drops with somebody. I know, and and that upsets me. I mean, for God's sakes, Ricochet could put on a great match with pretty much anybody. Yeah, but WWE I... doesn't don't use him right, and that frustrates me a lot. Trevor's getting shit on man. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm calling him. <laughs> oh my god. Um all right, moving on. Next, Bianca Bellier comes out. Ugh, my least favorite segment of the night. Oh shock you have the shit on my Becky Lynch moment, but that's okay. I'm uh, sorry, but hey, at least <laughs> I, I, I have no words for this, honestly. <laughs> This whole thing is just fucking bullshit. That's all I'm saying. All right. Um, 
So, Becky, um, well, sorry. Be- oh, shoot, what the hell was that? Oh, <laughs> there you go. I don't know if you heard that, but I broke a pen. Um, <laughs> that was a moment. Uh, so, anyway, so Bianca Belair comes out and she congratulates Becky for taking uh, Bianca Belair out of the wrestling ring for a week. After everything, Becky's tried. Bianca's still here. Ever since SummerSlam, everything Becky's tried to do to keep that title, or I'm sorry, Becky's tried everything to keep that title. What else do you got? Come Saturday, I'm going to take your title, Becky. Becky runs down, and then Bianca attacks. Becky hits Bianca with a chair. She grabs a big pair of scissors, but then Bianca nails a KOD. She hits a second KOD, and then Bianca cuts off some of Becky Lynch's hair. Becky freaks out, and then backstage, Becky looks at some of her hair, and then she looks at the camera and says, Bianca, you bitch, and then she leaves. Um, did you like this segment? Obviously not, because you said this is your least favorite segment. So explain why. Okay, first off, I thought the hair thing was fucking stupid as hell. Why? What What does that have? All right, I understand, because Bianca has the whole, like, whip thing, and Becky tried to cut off. I get that. Why? Do we have to see it? Do we really? No one gives a fuck. You you know what I mean? Like, no one cares. Oh, my God, she cut off her hair. She's totally going to win at WrestleMania now. No, that doesn't prove that you're good. Sure, hitting two KODs, that proves a little something. The cutting off the hair thing, that's just fucking stupid. Yeah. Also, I also want to say this. Bianca? does not make me like she's not a threat the only reason wwe puts her up as a threat is because you know she was so like she was unstoppable or whatever like a year ago or something and i don't get why wwe so fucking high on bianca what is she doing that's like oh my god we gotta put her in the main event two years in a fucking row you know what i mean yeah yeah is it just because is it because you guys fucked up on a stupid decision to have Becky beat her in like 10 seconds? That's not our fault. Why do we have to suffer for that shit? Well, I think I think that was their goal all along. I think they wanted her this to go to WrestleMania. That was because for this to be, you know, still prevalent, like you've done everything to keep the title since you beat me for it under 20 something seconds. Like they wanted this. This is their long. So they're gonna. So, line, I guess. so what I'm hearing is they're going to ruin Becky Lynch's character and just have her lose it to be. I'm just saying, well, like if they have, they're just well, gonna ruin her character just to build up somebody new that I'm pretty fucking sure nobody cares about. Well, what if she wins? I mean, listen, Bianca Belair had the upper hand this time. Normally. When the person that leaves the right the day before the paper, not day before, like you know, the the raw, well, I will be happy if Becky Lynch wins, I will be very happy, but either way, I feel like it's gonna ruin a star, you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong, as much as I don't like Bianca, she does at least have some credibility to where it's like, if she loses, then really, then what was the whole point of her push? But she's you know already I- lost twice. Well, three times because she lost against her. So then, then why would she not lose again? You well, know what I'm saying? What I'm saying, yeah. I mean, she's probably going. I mean, she lost. She lost at SummerSlam. She lost at Extreme Rules. She lost at 
the Crown Jewel show. And now, okay, gonna... so what's stopping her from losing again? The WWE is just gonna have her win. I'm telling you, bro. I, I'm not trying to make like a prediction now. I'm just saying, I have a feeling that's gonna either, frustrate me. We'll talk about our predictions, but I do think it's gonna be very close. I this one's hard. Like, I, I know who I'm going with, but I don't, um, I don't want to, um, I don't, I don't want to right now. Yeah, we'll have to I'm not trying to say it, that either because, but... like, I'm not making my prediction yet. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, hypothetically, if that was to happen, it's gonna do something bad. And I don't like that they're doing this shit. But I do have to agree. I, I didn't know. like it when I didn't like it when Becky Lynch won because, I mean, don't get me wrong, is I don't like her, but I mean, that did make her look pretty fucking shitty. Well, also, the only thing, too, is I don't know if it was you that said someone we were talking last time on air and someone said that, like, Becky Lynch's character of being like, I, you know, sold my soul for the devil. It was out of character for her. Um, I don't think it was me. That might have been, like, Dusty or something, though. Okay. Uh, and and I, I agree. I think that this segment was also a little out of character for Becky because I don't see why Becky wouldn't have tried to attack Bianca after Bianca cut her hair. You know, she starts freaking out, doing this crazy thing. But the Becky we know is, I saw my soul for the devil. Then why would you get so upset if someone cut? Like, that's not that significant. You know, like, I get she cut your hair. And the storyline is like, oh, this is like one of my greatest features is my hair. Da, da, da. But like, just because Bianca has a long ponytail doesn't mean that cutting Becky Lynch's hair is going to make Becky Lynch like upset up- about it. Yeah. Um so that's her I watch. mean, she has short hair for pretty much a reason. Or she did have short hair for a little bit, if you remember correctly. Yeah, no, she did. Um, So she might go back to that. I don't know. But <laughs> WWE's storyline, if someone has long hair, that person would cut the other person's hair. Um, I do agree next. with what you're saying on that, though. I just want to say that before we end what we're saying. Thank you, sir. Uh, next, Drew McIntyre defeats Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin in a handicap match after a claymore to, to Madcap Moss. After the match, Happy Corbin steals Drew McIntyre's sword again. I have nothing I want to say about this because I don't care. Um, the same story. Neither do I. I thought it was fucking stupid. stupid. That's all I really can't say. Next, we get Edge's promo. Edge says that he's the benchmark of WWE. This Sunday, after 20 years running parallel, AJ Styles, you and I will fight for a match of the ages. I'm already in your head. It's your judgment day, and your judgment is sealed. Um, Do you like Edge's new sort of gimmick, his new character of being this sort of like... I feel like I'm going to have to wait until the WrestleMania match to see how this goes. If Edge does something like really heelish and like, like like makes me believe it, I feel like you. I feel like it has potential. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this has potential. Edge has made a good heel before, so it's not like we've never seen him do this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like, I haven't seen enough of it to say whether I like it or not, but I think I'm gonna like this. Yeah, it's like a cool kind of. Um... But I think they went about it all wrong as to why they made Edgy heel. I think they went about that wrong. I'm just seeing pictures of Becky with her hair. (laughs) She dyed it more orange. I hate when she does that. Well, I'm going to stick with what I was saying. I think they did it wrong. What they should have probably done to turn him heel was like, I came back and everybody loved me. 
Then I had a few more matches, and then everybody started to turn on me. And since y'all want to do that, I'm going to turn on you and, and shit like that. I feel like that could make something good, and then they could have built off that with AJ Styles. Not the way they did it. That's just me personally. But like I said, AJ Styles versus Edge, that could be the fucking best match of WrestleMania of, like, the whole WrestleMania. It yeah. has the very well potential to be. If WWE books it correct, as I've said, it could be probably the best match on the card of both nights. But well, they have to book it right. Edge is uh, one of my favorites, so I think they're going to have a hell of a match. I'm excited for this one. I'm definitely as well. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just saying it has to be booked proper. Well, we are now at our final um, moment on Raw, the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro, taking on the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos. The match ends in a disqualification after the Street Profits attack RK Bro and leave them laying. Do you think the tag, tag team title situation should have ended Monday Night Raw or WrestleMania Raw? I know it was a good match, but. Honestly, it intrigued me. Intrigued me because. You know, tag team wrestling, I feel, isn't being taken as serious as it used to be in WWE, which is upsetting. But, like, how do I say this? I think it was, honestly, it might have been a good thing to do that. I'm not saying it was the best decision, but it might have been a good decision because it had the Usos in there and had, and had uh, you know, the Street Profits, who do put on a good show. And... Yeah. Honestly, at this point, I feel like they need something at least really good to end Raw because recently hasn't been too good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just feel like with WrestleMania being right around the corner, like, come on, like, put, like, at least a Lesnar-Roman Reigns, like, thing at the end because that's going to be your main event of WrestleMania. Why? I don't know. I think it was very I see what you mean, but... They can't focus every single thing on it because then people are going to get pissed because, I mean, I know, like, for us, we don't give a shit about the match. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Okay. So that's really it. There's really nothing much else to talk about um, with that. I'm going to end today's episode. Oh, we didn't do any sort of like break in between or anything, but that's okay. I'll do like an ad at the beginning of the episode. So be sure to listen to that in the beginning. But we are on our way to WrestleMania 38 two-night event. It's going to be a great show, a huge card, a lot of great matches. And Dan and I will be there to recap it all. Check out our prediction video. Dusty, will the Kentucky Nightmare will be defending his WWE uh, pay-per-view champion. Yeah, against the two of us. And, Dan, I think you and I have to work together this time, man. Like, let's let's tag team. He has two titles. I know, man. Well, you will find out who wins and all that good stuff when you tune into our WrestleMania recap, which will be out after WrestleMania. But stay tuned. A lot happening this weekend. Be safe. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.